At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Fresh new hour of the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. A good night for Mr. King. A good night for his lightning. A good night for our listeners. They were cashing tickets on the lightning. I know I followed that, and uh, hopefully it comes home, or it did come home, and hopefully some other tickets can start to trickulate in as well. Dallas leading Phoenix right now by 2, 49 to 47, three and a half minutes to go. In the second period, and I need the Oilers to uh, wake up as they lead or are scoreless after one period. Well, a man who has apparently been red hot and may never have to pay for a meal again in the great city of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And we're not talking about Brian Kelly. We're talking about Dwayne Colucci from Rampart here in Vegas. He's going on with our friend Jimmy. Ott, I saw. And he's handing out winners like candy down there. I saw. And uh, the people at walk-ons, you know, they're just fired up that uh, Kaluch is coming home. So, Mr. Kalucci, how are you, sir? I'm doing very well, gentlemen. I'll uh, tell you, it's been an amazing start. I'm shocked myself because I kind of, uh, you know, puttered into the playoffs. I was, uh, you know, hitting at like uh, 500 yeah, after having a tremendous regular season those last couple of weeks, you know, I reined it in a little, but uh, the playoffs have been great. You know, uh, my predictions basically have been playing right out and, uh, you know, making a little money as we go along. And, you know, I'm not a tout, guys. I'm a bookmaker, but I do follow <laughs> the NHL religiously, you know, so I really, really am pleased with my uh, selections. But, uh, you know, it's got to run out sooner or later. <laughs> well, Dwayne Puckstradamus, a.k.a. me, Gave out our bet of the month last night for today. I said play lightning first period. I said play lightning on three-way win and play lightning on reverse puck line because I felt like Tampa would bounce back in a big way, and ultimately they all came through. So I'm a passionate hockey supporter as well. I guess my question for you is, and this is pertaining to hockey, Dwayne, in your experience, because you've been in the business a long time, when you have a first round game that is as taxing as what the Penguins and the Rangers went through yesterday. How does that impact the rest of the series? Yeah, that's a great question, Sean, and it's definitely going to take its toll in the long run. And you know that most of Pittsburgh's superstars are older, you know, of age. So when you're dealing with Crosby, you're dealing with Malkin, Latang, guys like that, they're a little older. And then you saw some of the uh, younger players, actually, Raquel, get hammered. So, you know, it, it's going to be a unique situation. They're definitely short in the goaltender position as well. And I think, uh, you know, they, they kind of nurse 
Shesterkin this year. So he should be pretty healthy, Sean. You know, he should be able to go in the long run. And the Rangers definitely have the younger, more youthful team. But when you lose games the way that they did last night, uh, it's definitely going to become difficult for them to bounce back, even though they're in the garden. So, you know, it's going to be an interesting series. I think it'll play more out on Pittsburgh. I do feel that the Rangers were the better team despite betting Pittsburgh in game one throughout the regular season. But Sean, you could always throw that stuff out the window when you get to the playoffs. And there were a lot of tight games between the Penguins and Rangers when they matched up in the regular season. Shesterkin had a fabulous 1.00 goals against against Pittsburgh. And they were able to score multiple times against him. And they put up a barrage of shots. He had to stop nearly 80 shots. It's going to be difficult to handicap throughout the the remainder of that series. And I feel it's going to be similar to the St. Louis, Minnesota series, as we're seeing, you know, that go back and forth. It's going to be a long drawn out physical type of playing series. And, uh, you know, I'm not so sure how far these teams could go in the Stanley cup playoffs. If other teams start to advance quickly. Dwayne Colucci here on the nightcap. You can follow him at New York bookie Dwayne. What was more surprising for you so far the Carolina Hurricanes dominance of the Boston Bruins or the Capitals going into Miami and winning game one? Well, Sean, you know, you look at the regular season and I was perplexed how the the Bruin money was starting to come in. If you look at it, Carolina somewhat dominated them in the regular season. And Carolina's a really well-rounded team. You know, they're another team that went in a goalie short and now they may run into goalie problems and goaltender problems. But, I mean, this is a really, really strong team. So I'm not shocked at all. I came right back with them tonight. And you look at it, Sebastian Ajo is just such a, a fast fabulous, fabulous talent. And, you know, he could really uh, motivate this team. And with two goals tonight, that definitely helps. You know, then you have Niederreiter and other guys that could just add D'Angelo, fabulous defensive performance tonight, and he got three assists. So I'm not shocked at all at Carolina dominating Boston thus far. I know the Bruins will win a game or two, possibly at home, but I definitely think Carolina will win this series. Uh, As for the Capitals, you know, definitely they found, uh, you know, uh, a chink in the armor last night, and that was a very surprising victory. I laid off the game from a handicapping perspective because I know that you do have a lot of experience experience on the capital side and you know as long as Alex could suit up and somewhat play and motivate this team definitely the capitals could be a thorn uh for the remainder of this series so I think that it was less surprising uh that Carolina is dominating Boston a little more surprising with Washington but I kind of had that sense so I laid off that game guys and you know Lazella off. They have a very talented team, Washington, when they're healthy. It's just a matter of how the goaltender play uh, carries them throughout the series. Talking once again to our good friend Dwayne Colucci over at the Rampart here in Vegas. All right, one more hockey question before I jump into horse racing because we got the Derby and Sean's fired up for that. When you look at the board tomorrow, Rangers, Pens, Panthers, revenge spot maybe, Colorado was just flawless against Nashville, and then Calgary winning one to nothing. Anything jumping off the board to you tomorrow night? Well, you definitely have to think the uh, the Panthers are going to bounce back. 
you know, I couldn't get it out quick enough. <laughs> right. I think the path is minus 240 at the Rampart and South Point. I would probably look to lay the puck line there, guys. It's even money, so I would get down on that. I think they're going to make a big statement. I mean, you know, very similar to Minnesota tonight and also Tampa. If you lose again, you somewhat have your back against the walls, and especially losing the home ice already, you want to at least go one and one at home. The Rangers and Penguins, we talked about that. You know, Sean and I just said it. It's going to be a difficult road. You're seeing the Rangers bet up to minus 150, like I said, in kind of a must-win situation, but you never could tell because they are the more youthful team in this series, and that first game was just uh, unbelievable. And three overtimes, very difficult to bounce back. Looks like Colorado just looks fabulous, guys. They're going to manhandle the Predators, especially without Saros in there. Definitely difficult for the Preds to handle uh, a team that has only lost four games at home this season. And I think Calgary's the better team, and that was a physical matchup. You've seen a lot of fisticuffs in that game. Uh, I think Calgary is good enough. I think they'll put a few more goals up there. And like I said, Markstrom, he might be the best goaltender left. He's definitely the best, I feel, in the Western Conference. It's just a matter of, is he better than Igor Shesterkin in the East? Yeah, we had the Flames puck line last night. They were more worried and concerned with fighting than they were scoring goals. So <laughs> yeah. not the best night for me. Uh, let's switch gears. and We got about three minutes left. Of course, Saturday. Greatest two minutes in sports, the 148th running of the Kentucky Derby. Have you identified, and listen, there's probably a lot of different ways you can go here. Have you identified who you like to win the Kentucky Derby? Well, I'll tell you, Sean, I have a good idea. I'm just waiting to see how the uh, complexion of the track is and the weather. I think it should be fast and, uh, you know, firm on the turf course for that fabulous card that Churchill is putting together. You know, I really like the way Zandon is working. And, you know, I hate to give out a favorite, but Chad Brown, you know, he is one of the best conditioners in horse racing today. And this horse just looks phenomenal. And the workouts have been just so impressive. And going over his ragazin sheet numbers very impressive you know with the six and a halves equal to epicenter as well as Tyba. so you know these three favorites i think that uh, you know the morning line guys took a lot of criticism because some of the longer shots should have been longer odds and i agree with that but the favorites uh, i think they have it right on the head i think that uh, you know despite not having bob baffert there that tandem of messier and uh, Tyba by Tim Yachtin, who will be under Baffert's tutelage. Definitely, that's a, a deadly combination. Those two horses really look nice, and they've acclimated to their surroundings, especially Messier. The longer uh, price, I feel. I think his odds are definitely going to float up and up. You're going to get some good odds on that horse. But so far, uh, Sean, I'm liking the favorite. I hate to say it. I think Zandon looks great. You know, there's a few other uh, buzz horses, Crown Pride, the Japanese. They've been doing so well. Uh, you know, in the marquee limelight races around the world. And now they're bringing this crown pride from uh, the United Arab Emirates, which normally horses from Dubai do not do well in the Kentucky Derby. And I think that does play against crown pride. But this Japanese bread has been looking lights out as well and has become a buzz horse around Churchill Downs, especially from the clockers and a lot of handicappers. Dwayne, we got about a minute left. You mentioned it. Uh, It could potentially come up sloppy and off track. In about 30 seconds, give me what horse will move up the most if that ends up being the scenario on Saturday. 
Well, you definitely have some uh, horses that are well-bred. Uh, this gunrunner breeding, Cyberknife, is one of uh, Brad Cox's entries. That definitely uh, superior mud breeding on a horse like that right there. So keep your eye on that, Sean. That horse has amazing mud breeding. And the other Brad Cox trainee, the 19 Zozos, Munning Spikestown, great mud breeding right there. All right, good luck. Saturday, I actually am going with Messier and White Abario on top. So we will root for each other. Dwayne Colucci, thanks as always for coming on the nightcap. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Now, slight lead. Yeah. Talk about it on the other side. To learn more. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. It is the Nightcap here on VSN, and we come back bearing gifts. There we go, Edmonton. About time. Wake up, Oilers. One nothing power play goal for the Oilers. Eighteen thirty-eight to go in the second period. Uh, this terrifies me as I have the Rockies on the super run line, and Juan Soto is leading off this inning. That makes me nervous, but we will see. Rockies leading five to two. Rather be up five to two than down five to two. That well, is that is for sure. He definitely swings like it's gone. <laughs> I just I give him credit for that. Yeah, he doesn't leave any <laughs> any swings. So it is not concluded yet. So I haven't put the tweet out there. But the Brewers right now lead the Reds. 13-3? to 3 Why do I bring that up? So the opening series of the season, the Cincinnati Reds took 2 of 4, so split the opening series against the Atlanta Braves. Right. And the two losses they had, Sean, or by one run each. Okay. Since then, assuming this current score holds, okay. the Reds will have lost 19 of 20 games. 18 of those games, they will have lost by two or more runs. So, if you had blindly bet the run line, the last 20 games against the Reds, just blindly bet, you would be 18-2. and two. Why are we not doing this, Sean? Well, let's start. I, I looked at it today, and you know me. I'm like, are they the all-time worst team? Are they on pace for that? Yeah. Well, right now they're on pace for like 20-some-odd wins. So, yeah, they would be the worst team of all time. I mean, I feel bad. My my buddy's the, the voice of the Reds. I, I feel for him. Yeah, they struck out Juan Soto. Here we go. Come on, Reds. Or Rockies. I think they're reviewing it. <laughs> All right, so we got Edmonton oh, now leading man. one to nothing over the Kings. That is uh, that is good. Once again, I went uh, I went to swimming by myself without supervision. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. I don't tend to do that in you the hockey shouldn't. world. I, I listen to Puck Stradamus you here. Shouldn't. If you just listen to me, you'd have you'd be three and zero today. I told you three bets, and I, I know you. When did. you ever hear me say Puck Stradamus Play of the Month? I bet the game. No, I didn't tell you to bet the game. I said bet the first period, bet the three-way money line, and bet the reverse puck line. I specifically gave you instructions. Sean, do you know, entering today, how many 
pre-flop hockey bets I have yeah, made. Probably few. Oh, zero. Yeah. So and then, I, so I listen to you. So you should listen all the way. All right, fair enough. I mean, very rare. You you sit here with me five days a week, three hours a day. Well, you you've uh, never heard me say it's sixteen to three. By the way, the Brewers. You've never heard me say that about a specific game to bet the first period, the three way, and the reverse puck line. However, I will say this: you always get all pucker tight when you give out hockey plays because you think you the mojo's lost. So I wasn't even tight. So, I know. So you should have just known this one's gold. It was great. Great call. Yeah. Five to three. Lightning took care of business. First, pu- I mean, look, I, I tweeted it out. You you deserve all the credit. You nailed it. Just nailed follow it. me next time. I will. Yeah. When I say Puckstradamus play of anything, whether it's the day, well, week, month, I ride did, with it. I followed you. I made money. I'm very happy about that. Yeah. Plus 115. I was very happy. Yes, I should have been more aggressive. But right now, Dallas on the money line is plus 146. I think they're up two at the half. 60 to 58 at the half. And, and takers? Uh, that's your squad, man. That's your squad. Uh, Luca, right now, I'm a little upset with myself. So I played two. I don't usually play player props, but as I said, I was a little bored today. So I took Luca over just because he's been on a tear. But I took that very lightly. And he's got 24 at the half. And then I took DeAndre Ayton. Of course, this would happen. DeAndre Ayton gets three fouls in the first half. So he's got nine. And his over-under, I got it at 19 and a half. So I got work to do uh, for DeAndre Ayton over. Never a good sign when Jay Crowder is your leading scorer. No matter what team you are, if Jay Crowder is your leading scorer, that's a bad thing. All right. But it's a two-point game at the break. Dallas 60, uh, Phoenix 58. And take a look at what... What we have right now um, for this game, second half line here at Circa, Phoenix minus five and a half. So you're looking at full game three and a half now uh, for Phoenix, as you see on our graphics right there. And as you mentioned, some good some good money there on uh, on the Dallas Mavericks to win this game. Now sitting at around plus 150, plus 160. I'm doing an in-game bet. I'm taking the Giants plus one and a half. Oh my. At plus 134. Now I just clicked on the plus 128. It's clicking down as I bet it. What is going on? So the Giants game, people, is not even on in our studio. Why Why are you blindly betting the Giants? I'm not blindly betting. Have you been watching the game? So I had, one more, I had one more bet out there today. Um, I had Giants. And I think I got them plus 145 pre-flop. So... They were up 1-0, now they're down 2-1. Dodgers had first and second, no outs. So I got Giants plus one and a half at plus 134 or something like that. Because I, I trust Alex Wood. I trust Wood. Can we get the uh, Dodgers-Giants game on? Well, once hopefully the uh, the Rockies close out my nap. Yeah, that's here. done. I don't like over there. I can't see. I the camera's in my eyes. And so I try and multitask. I, I try and multitask. Yeah? I try and sweat my plays. And still be a great host. And I don't? Yeah, you do. Yeah. You So you got certain TVs that you don't like. You got the game over there. If you guys are ever at far, Circa far in downtown corner. Vegas, you got to stop by the studio, say what's up to myself and Tim. I mean, it, it's a smorgasbord of just, like, things to distract you in here. Like how Sean, I'd like to multitask. How many times have you told me? Yeah, talk, talk for yourself. I'm sweating this out. Or talk for yourself. I got a tweet. Well, if I have to put a bet in, then I got to put a bet in. But. Well, no, our... Well, sometimes I let you leave the studio and you, you, you take your sweet time walking down to oh. the uh, 
And we got a double play ball. There we go, baby. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Let's get some Giants runs in. Let's go. All right, once again. You're the best, by the way. Uh, headed to the second half, Dallas and Phoenix, 60-58 to 58 with the Mavericks leading the Suns. Uh, Luka Doncic, 24 of the Mavericks, 60 points right now. 24, six assists, four rebounds for Luka Doncic. Spencer Dinwiddie off the bench. He's got 10. As for the Suns, uh, I was hoping DeAndre Ayton would, uh, would have a big game, and uh, we'll see if it happens, but... Right now, it is uh, aided by fouls as he has three fouls. Nine points for him. Devin Booker, just nine points. is over under tonight, 25 and a half. Uh, so we'll see what the Suns do in the second half. Jay Crowder, uh, for any of Jay Crowder believers, yeah, go ahead and cash that ticket. Congrats. He has 15 points in the first half, three threes, which sometimes is the worst-case scenario because then he gets, like, Philip Seymour Hoffman and along came Polly. He's a vet, though, so he's going to have those. Rain dance! He's going to have stretches in certain games when he plays well. He's a vet. But it also means he's old. And dude has never lacked confidence in his life. Yeah. That is, uh, that is for sure. By the way, the, the Oilers have to kill another penalty. Man, they are. Yeah, they're not playing great, but they're super talented. So that's one of those teams, Tim. I mean, it doesn't take them long. Rockies, 5-2. Yeah. Look at you. Super run line. You should have took it with the Reds. Think about if you would have took Reds. I mean, Brewers, Brewers. super run line. The Rockets Super Bowl line in a two-team parlay. That would have been nice. I mean, that's how you get your licks. I'm just saying there's a lot more variance it's in baseball. A, you have to be careful betting eight, the home. 18 to 3. Yes. Yeah. You have to be careful betting the home team. But, I mean, the Brewers, I mean, the Reds are so bad. I mean, they're terrible. I mean, they're awful. It is 18 to 3. Like in soccer, they would, they would auction option them Holy down to a, a lower moly. league. Like, you could put the Reds in AAA right now, and they'd probably be middle of the pack. Yeah, that team president, once again, is probably feeling great about himself right now, right? I don't wish them any. They fired Dusty Baker. I don't wish them any success whatsoever. Yeah, shout out to, to Dusty. 2,000 career wins. Yep. Hell of a run uh, for him in his career. Here he is with the Astros smashing. And they get out, they need to start getting a little better, though. Well, a couple I like teams. Dusty. I'm a Dusty. It's a couple teams that I think now is a good buy time. Oh, the Red Astros, scored. White Sox. Red I saw scored. Astros, White Sox. I think if you if you came into the season believing in those squads, I think now is where you can kind of back them because they have gotten off to rough starts. But we're gonna keep uh, we're gonna keep our discussion going. We did the East yesterday. We're gonna do the North here uh, in the later part of this hour. NFC North, AFC North. Recap the draft a little bit. Some of the things we like. Uh, did you see who Jordan Addison was uh, playing catch with today? I told you where he was going. Where is he going? I don't know. You told me last night it was USC. USC, yeah. See who he was playing catch with tonight? Who was it? Caleb? Bryce Young. Alabama makes sense, too. Oh, man. Oh, it would be so great if Nick Saban just said, hey, you know what? Are uh, you hungry? The Blitnikoff winner. You think Aaron will run the berries and get us a steak? I'm starving. Jeez. <laughs> Oh, man. Things I deal with. Things I deal with on this show. Hey, good job, Rockies. Well done. All right. How much better did the NFC North get over this past weekend? We'll take a look next right here on the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network.
Compete for cash, even if you're not an expert, with the FTX Playoffs Prediction Challenge. Join this 16-part prediction pool series and play for your share of $80,000 in total cash prizes with your playoff loop predictions. Head to DraftKings.com FTX now to get in on the action. FTX, the number one pick for crypto. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. It has gone final in Milwaukee. The Brewers have won 18-4. If you have blind bet the Reds' opponent the last 20 games that they have played, they've only played 24 this year, you are 18-2 if you bet on the run line. I'm not even saying just fading them, Sean. On the run line. You are 18 and 2. Is that like good? That is something else. So, what's the Reds' upcoming schedule? The Reds, I don't want this. Thank you to ESPN Stats and Information for this. By the way, DeAndre Ayton, hey, big man, when you get the ball, don't bring it down. It's slapped out of your hands. Uh, The Reds are the third team in modern era that's since 1900 to lose 21. Of its first 24 games to start the season. So here's what'll test this theory because they get the Brewers again tomorrow night. Yep. And I know you'll probably jump on that. And I'll be late. But to then the party. they have a they'll se- win. They'll have a series versus the Pirates. But it's in Cincy. So you'll get some juicy run line wagering where opportunities. Did they just call that. an offensive foul on DeAndre Ayton? I mean, this is un- unbelievable. I mean, he's trying to cheat. Do you have Phoenix in this game? I have eight and over. Oh. Where is he at? He has nine. And he needs 14 and a half? No, he needs 19 and a half. Oh, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, that's an offensive foul. This is elbow in the face. Dude gets in front of him. What is he supposed to do? He's playing defense. He's playing defense by getting oh, in front yeah, of him? Oh, yeah, that's all elbow in the throat. Oh, yeah, let's Good. kick him out. Good Lord. Kick him out. Do you realize, people, what I have to deal with? <laughs> I'm just joking. Man. Every day. It's only a flagrant Sean, one. It's only a flagrant Sean one. Sean comes in peacocking. Why didn't you listen to this? Why didn't you listen to this? You never you never tell me. Did I tell you 97%? yesterday? 97%. Yeah, you told us. Okay. And, I, right. and I followed and I won and right. I was grateful. So I'm telling you who's going to win the Derby. I, I put out a tweet. I'm telling you who I think is going to win the Derby Saturday. Why the Barrio to 15 or Messier to 6. Okay. So 68-64 now a review on DeAndre 8 and you'll probably get a flagrant. And he'll you have to should. go to the bench. Flagrant one. Basketball, man. Ridiculous. All right. Uh, so the Reds are not doing so well. If you're bl- blindly you betting them? I don't know. I feel like now I'm late to the party. Are you going to fade them? I mean, so normally in this situation, it's not a team that's as bad as the Reds. Like, They're pretty bad. I mean, outside of Votto, do they have another bat? That's a big league caliber. I mean, they, they and have, that pitching staff is terrible. Yeah, I was hoping that uh, that green would be uh like I will would be lighting it up. I won't touch it tomorrow, just because I think Hauser's pitching for the Brewers. I'm not the biggest Hauser fan. Yeah, Adrian's pitching. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of his. But next week when they play the Pirates, won't be run line every game. <laughs> I'm going to be running line every game. Because those run lines next week will be, That'd be some nice be plus juicy. Money, plus yeah. 160, plus 170. 
and it's a fair fight. That is a bit of a fair yeah, fight. It's a fair fight. All right, let's uh, let's take a look at the NFC North. Your favorite, no surprise here, to win the NFC North again, the Green Bay Packers. The Vikings, plus 275. The Bears, 9-1. to one, And the Lions at 11-1. to one. Win totals right now. The schedule will officially come out in a couple weeks. Packers, we know, are heading to London, where they will play the New York Giants uh, in October. So when you look at the Green Bay Packers, they lose... Devontae Adams. They do draft Christian Watson. Mm-hmm. They signed Sammy Watkins. They got Romeo Dubs, the I like him. wide receiver from Nevada in the fourth round. It was a flagrant, of course. Good Lord Almighty. Uh, That's why I don't bet player props ever. Um, do you see anyone in this division competing with the Packers? Absolutely. Yeah. Who? I mean, Minnesota's right there. I mean, they were banged up last year, but, I mean, they still have Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, you know. So they Thielen. have pieces. I Thielen's just okay to me, but the, the elite pieces are still there. Defensively, they can get healthy. You know, I don't, cause I don't think Green Bay's terrific. You know, I think Chicago's in full rebuild mode. I wouldn't be surprised if Detroit's borderline 500 football team next year. I mean, just with the energy that's in that building, the commitment they have to doing things the right way, they have a brilliant young defensive coordinator in Aaron Glenn where you just gave multiple new pieces, talented pieces to use. Just, you know, they got Jamison Williams who they're going to get at some point, you know, to add more explosiveness to that offense. I just, I don't think Green Bay is a runaway winner. When you look at this Detroit team, I think they are fascinating. And I do wonder if the... The public will want to back them to win, not to win the division, but to go over their win total. So right now, sitting at six at DraftKings, um, you look at their. I'd be willing to take Packers under eleven. I know that. Really? Yeah. In that division, I just don't think you're going to get a fully engaged. Winning is the ultimate priority. Aaron Rodgers and the guys won thirty. What? Never been in this situation. 39 games over the last three years? He's never been in this situation Well, uh, at all. So my caveat to that would be this. The one game they played without Devontae Adams, he was brilliant. Well, then you should take over in Arizona. I'm not saying I'm racing to play over, but I wouldn't be racing to play under. I don't, I don't trust the Vikings. I know they've got talent. We've always said that, but I think the Bears stink. Yeah, they're bad. I don't, and, I don't even know how that number's at seven. Like, to me, that's the best bet on the board is Bears under seven. Did they replace Allen Robinson? Did I miss something? Yeah, with uh, Equinemia St. Brown. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, come on. I mean, they did not, in my opinion, really – well, because they didn't have a first-round pick. They traded away for Justin Fields. And your quarterback, after walking around pouting his way through his rookie year, decides to say they should make the offense fit me. Like – what are we talking about here? I mean, if you wanted to stay at Ohio State, you could have just stayed, right? They had the COVID deal. You could have got an extra year. I mean, come on, man. These kids. I don't get I, I I think Chicago might. Uh, I, I, right now, I look at Chicago as a four-win team. I like what they got in the second round defensively. They got Brisker. 
They got Gordon, so help in the secondary. But I mean, do you act like those are last name guys? Like those aren't wa- last name Joaquin guys. Joaquin Brisker. Yeah, nobody knew his first name was Joaquin. <laughs> like you're acting like this was Hutchinson. Tyler Gordon. Yeah, I mean, he was the second corner at Washington. Now he's going to go to Chicago and be the first DB? Like, come on. Like, no offense to those guys, but I'm just saying, Chicago did nothing. They've done nothing. It has been a weird offseason. Yeah, man. like, they changed coaches and GMs. That was it. And you also look at, so we have two new head coaches in this division. Kevin O'Connell now takes over in Minnesota. All right. Is that beneficial? I know there's, you know, Kirk Cousins and O'Connell, have, I think they cross paths in Washington. So is who's that the, helpful? Who's the backup quarterback in Chicago right now? In Chicago? Yeah, because Andy Dalton's in New Orleans. Uh, Trevor Simeon? Okay. They just released Nick Foles. Right. So when Fields either gets injured or fakes an injury because he's upset because they aren't building the offense around him, <laughs> they're going to go to Trevor Simeon? <laughs> Come on, man. That team's got collapse written all over it. So you look at the Detroit Lions. I think that team. I like Detroit. What about Jerry? I wish I could do like an exact. I bet Detroit wins more games next year than Chicago. You just bet both. Bet over Chicago, under. You mean under under Chicago? Under Chicago, over on Detroit. Yeah, but I, I might split it. So you look at what they did. So they Chicago added win four, Detroit Jameson, win five. They said added Jameson Williams. Oh, they tremendous draft. They brought in Amon Ross St. Brown. Or they have, excuse me, they had him from last year. I beg your pardon. Equinemius is now in Chicago. Are you talking about the Bears or the Lions? Lions. Yeah. They brought in DJ Shark. Yeah, from Jacksonville. They have DeAndre Swift still. Um, Aiden Titan's Hutchinson. Uh, TJ, whatever, the tight end. Hawkinson. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, so they got talent, man. Yeah. They've got Panay Sewell. Didn't they add an offensive lineman in the draft as well? Uh, yeah, they added... No, they didn't add any offensive line. Oh, uh, yeah, no. No offensive linemen. Bunch of uh, free agents. So, Good for them. Phoenix with a six-point lead, 72-66. to Dan Campbell. Kneecap-biting Detroit Lions. They're going to get some buzz. You know what they're on? Hard knock. Get to see Dan Campbell's true colors. If we didn't, I haven't already seen them. All right. The NFC North to the AFC North. Who bettered themselves in the draft? This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The Kentucky Derby is Saturday, and right now VSN is offering you a special $9.99 Kentucky Derby betting guide with previews of all the horses and jockeys for every race, plus best bets for the entire weekend, including the run for the roses. Pre-order your copy now for only $9.99 at VSN.com slash Derby Guide. That's VSN.com slash Derby Guide. Your Oilers 3 Another goal for the Oilers. There we go. Is it period two or three? Three, uh, two. End of two. Phoenix leading 74-66, 5-41 to go in uh, in the third quarter. Lucas sitting with 26 points. Uh, good news is DeAndre Ayton hasn't scored anything in this quarter, so that's always helpful. I have Dallas for the series. Yeah, that's good luck with that. Yeah. So, 
I hope the Aiden, I hope Aiden gives his points. So I just want Dallas to win. Yeah, Aiden ain't getting. They're down six. What Aiden. was the pre-flop? Six. Six. They were down two at the break. Full game or half. Uh, second half was what was it? Six and a half. Yeah. No, five and a half. Five and a half. Uh, so Phoenix trying to extend. Uh, DeAndre Ayton's not even on the floor, which is great. Um, as JaVale McGee, as JaVale McGee just throws a, a good dart of a pass. <laughs> 76-68, midway through the third quarter. Earlier tonight, it was the Heat taking a 2-0 series lead over Philadelphia. These two teams, or excuse me, these four teams, they will meet again on Friday night, and the teams that played yesterday will play on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, extended break for those uh, those teams involved. As uh, I don't know what just happened with Maxi Kleber and, and JaVale McGee. Yeah, I think we complimented them too fast. <laughs> All I know is JaVale McGee's out of bounds, laying on the ground with Maxi. <laughs> <laughs> Did they count to three as well? Uh, not unless if they called, if it hasn't left his hand yet, when does the arm go up? Oh, It might Ooh. count because it depends on when the whistle That'll and the big. hand went up. Uh, I don't know if they're going to call it, but they're going to go review it. Uh, what do you have here? You have, took the Giants, right? Yeah, or is that earlier. a replay? Yeah, that's earlier. I'm hoping we can replay Repeat it, I should say. I got a man on first one out. We'll see. Minnesota also up on St. Louis 4-1 to as uh, Minnesota looking to even up that series. I'm trying to see, did did Dwayne seem ultra confident that the Panthers would take? Oh, yeah. Yeah, He sounded like Panthers minus two and a half tomorrow's to play. Ooh. Yeah. That'd be a tough one to swallow, betting against my caps. I could bet against the Nats. I'm going to just leave that series alone. Only thing I got is I took the Nats. I took the Caps at plus, what was it, 330 to oh, win the, the series? series? Yeah, why not? It'll never happen. but Probably not. It's a good number. Hey, rather be up 1-0 than down 0-1. Facts. And I'll say this. It was funny watching SportsCenter last night. Everything that they always said about the Caps for my entire, you know, Cap-cheering life was great regular season team, can't get done in the playoffs. And now the Panthers are that young yeah, very President similar. President Cup. Very similar. And now they're facing the Caps. And guess what the Caps are now? They're grizzled vets. You're they right. won a Stanley Cup. So we'll see. Yes, the Panthers still the rightful favorite to win this series. By the way, the three counts. And now Maxi Kleber heads to the free throw line. That's the right play. Uh, as Not the right call. I'm going to call it. Was that a flagrant or? Uh, but yeah, Maxi Kleber heads to the free throw line. So big play here. And terrible move as we gave him his flowers and he took them right away. Uh, we're going to keep talking NFC North coming up top of the hour. Over this week, we're kind of diving into these divisions uh, each night. Yesterday was the East, tonight it's the North. So taking a look at the AFC North now, you have no win total on the Cleveland Browns because... You don't know if they're a starting quarterback that they just gave two hundred plus million dollars guaranteed. How many games he's going to play? Well, I don't know why people want to just leave us alone. I mean, he's not suspended until they say he's suspended. I understand, but there's a. I've re- never seen a player. And I'm not talking about you. But I'm just talking about nationally. I've never seen a player that people almost seem to want, or like have already like suspended Deshaun Watson before he's even gotten suspended. Well, I would say this, Sean, that the league has a history of. Suspending players for 
Not similar generally. allegations that Deshaun Watson is being they get thrown alleged. out of court. Civil court's not done. Yeah. Criminal court. And the NFL, the NFL suspended the greatest player of all time over BS science. Over a deflated football. That's different. How? Well, because that, that was the league. Yeah, but well, that impacts the game. But it was a it was a and at the time but it was, it was also a, bogus. At the time it was illegal to do. But it was also bogus. It no, was not. He was deflating the balls. No. Yes, they were. <laughs> no, he was not. Right. I play. I'm just telling you. They were <laughs> deflating the balls. Those equipment guys bring those balls to you, and they know exactly how you like them. Some guys like them blown up and that really was, hard. And that, and Some that, guys like you to take a little. But what air I'm out saying, but what I'm saying is, and there's a reason that the win total is down, is because the league has a precedent of suspending players for much less. Zeke Elliott got suspended for. You know things that he did off the field. It's so a, it's a tie game in Dallas and Phoenix right now. There you go. Yeah. They have video of Zeke, by the way, acting like an idiot. Yeah, you have a a lot of. I'll just say this: a lot of people uh, had some accusations on uh, on Deshaun, and uh, one, two, okay, but we'll see. Uh, but I would say, if if you were to bet on it, I would think he is suspended, and there's a reason why he's only getting a million dollars this year. In a two hundred plus million dollar contract, they structured it out. That's they all. made a million dollars this year. So that all being said, what do you like in the AFC North? Because we had chaos. Because we, we had mentioned that we like under on <laughs> the Bengals. Chaos is what I like. I don't know if I'm still. I'm not. I'll take that back on the Bengals. I love what they've done this offseason. I mean, improving that offensive line. And where they've been, Alex Kappa, Lyle Collins, like they, they've done a great. I, I like what the Bengals have done. I really do. So I'm not, I'm off of the fade the Bengals. I would probably go under Ravens. Really? I don't know how they're going to score. Yeah, oh, is Lamar Jackson going to throw it to himself? Was gonna, killer carrier like from back it, in the day? Yeah, throw it to his tight ends. Yeah. Going to be protected. He's going to throw it to his tight ends. And I go over seven and a half for the Steelers. I think Trubisky's going to actually play pretty good this year. You like Trubisky a lot. I like the situation Trubisky's in. Fail, learn behind a guy that's on the uptick in Josh Allen, get an opportunity with a competent, knowledgeable, successful organization. I just like the, the path. If he has... Winning quarterback play inside of him, you'll see it this year. So if you wait until Pittsburgh's five and one, you're not going to get seven and a half win total. So when you look, let's go back to Baltimore. You said you would look under. Yeah. How do they score? Well, they have Lamar Jackson. Right. They have Dobbins. They have, I think they have a good plethora of backs. So they're going to run the option, the wishbone, the wing tee. They've got, their best receiver right now is Rashad Bateman. Well, their best pass catcher is Mark Andrews. Oh, tight end. Okay. And, and then they just drafted two more tight ends in the fourth round. Okay, so. They got something up their sleeve there. They're going to go goal line the whole game? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, just, I'm, I'm like, who are they, how are they going to score? But all we like said Browns about. Browns are good on defense. Bengals are good on defense. Steelers are good on defense. It's not like they're in a division. As as are the Ravens. The Ravens are good on defense. Yeah, but those other teams actually have pathways to success. On offense, the Bengals, Joe so, Burrow, Jamar Chase. 
Because they lost Hollywood Brown, who I never thought really produced much of anything. Not that, at all, but at least when Lamar went to running around, you had one guy that was blazing fast and might catch it deep down the field. I mean, now your best receivers are Rashad Bateman, who's been injured. He ain't really been available. But Jackson has always kind of thrived throwing it to his tight ends, whether it was Andrews or Boyle. Right. But when so you now have, you've kind of re-emphasized When you, when you that. have Hollywood Brown outside, the safety has to be wary of that speed. You take Hollywood Brown Bateman's away. has got some speed. No. He's a bigger receiver. This kid played in Minnesota. I know. And Minnesota doesn't, doesn't recruit fast receivers. They can't. <laughs> now the focus will be on Mark Andrews on passing down. Now and he then gets you, the attention. And then you hit Mark Andrews across the middle. Or you hit Isaiah Likely. I don't. Not that easy. All right. Yeah. Betting against the Ravens is not usually a great proposition. I know, but I mean, unless they're going to make some kind of Moves that we don't know about. I'm just asking, like, how are they going to score? I think that's a fair. I think it, it yeah. is. It is fair. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying it isn't. But I, I like their draft. I like what they did. They grabbed six guys in the fourth round in a deeper draft. Yeah. So Mookie Betts just hit a solo shot. Kyle Hamilton comes in, immediate starter there in their defense. All right, we will learn more about the Pittsburgh Steelers. What should we expect from the Steelers? The Ben Roethlisberger era is over. Is it time to hand the keys to Kenny Pickett or let him wait while Mitch Trubisky does his thing? We'll head to Pittsburgh next, get you updated on all the games around the NHL and NBA playoffs as well as the nightcap here on BC.